0: If you put Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton in the same prison cell, I guess Trump would have to identify as a woman, or maybe Hillary would identify as a man. But either way, would that make you sleep better at night? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So the FBI doing a search warrant on Donald Trump's Florida home Mar-a-Lago. It's still in the news, and I already said I don't care about it, uh, you know, unless for some reason it leads to Donald Trump going to jail, and I haven't changed my opinion, but people are still talking about it, you know, I'm like, it's Monday, I get all the new Monday podcasts, and that's what they're still talking about, and so all of a sudden, something that I don't care about becomes the thing that I talk about. You talk about it, then I talk about it. So first off, NPR's Up First podcast, that's their 15-minute news summary that comes out every morning. They're talking about it, and their take on it was that, I guess the FBI released some sort of statement that said that be on the lookout for right-wing terrorists attacking law enforcement officers. And I guess I got a weird sense of humor, because that made me laugh pretty hard. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the, like the number of cops that have been assassinated based on Black Lives Matter. I think it's maybe every year a certain number of cops are assassinated. They call it ambush. So, you know, what? maybe I guess I'll call it ambush. The number of cops who are ambushed and murdered is maybe I think it used to be maybe about 10 a year. And then after Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. um the number jumped up to maybe like 20 or 30 a year. So, you know, there's about about 10 to 20 extra cops um, murdered a year. Like, you know, dead. you know Not just shot. Not just shot, and they lived at the hospital, but murdered. Um, anyways, it's gone up 10 to 20 cops a year ever since the George Floyd Summer of Love. So the idea that the FBI needs to come out with a statement telling all law enforcement officers to be on the lookout uh when no, no one has been no one's been assassinated yet and if one was if one FBI agent was assassinated well then you'd be you know 19 shy of what black lives matter has already done this year but npr was playing it up i mean i mean whatever you you, you uh you attack who you hate you don't you don't you don't you don't attack the people that you love and you know npr loves i guess you know in a way in a sense they love the people who actually ambush and assassinate police officers. You know, these are not these are not right-wing white men over the age of 50, I guess is the answer. That's who That's who NPR hates. If you're right-wing, white, and over the age of 50 and have a penis, and you don't say that you're a woman, then NPR hates you. But so NPR was just, they were just playing up this aspect of, I don't know what, right-wing terrorism, a whole bunch, and it made me laugh. I just, I listened to it for a while, just, I kept laughing. I got a chuckle here, I got a chuckle there, as they kept, whatever, saying their stuff. And with no, I'm sure, you know, the person who's writing that segment had no idea that they're, when they talk about someone who almost got killed, or someone who had the idea of killing someone and they didn't do it, uh, they had no idea that they're skipping over the actual law enforcement officers that are totally dead. And, you know, I'm sure virtually every one of those has a family, kids, etc., and that's not the funny part. It's just funny to see people who have no self-reflection. But so they're basing this stuff on boy, this made me laugh too. So it's the guy who in quotes stormed the FBI office in I don't know where it was, Philadelphia or Cincinnati, somewhere somewhere over in that area. And I talked about this before cuz he had a nail gun. But I guess I guess he had a rifle and a nail gun. So I, you know, obviously a crazy person. Some crazy person uh said that Performing a search warrant on Donald Trump's house in Florida, uh, that will not stand. And so he grabbed he grabbed his nail gun, he grabbed his rifle. He went to the FBI offices. He was chased out of the FBI offices, got into a suicide by cop thing later on, and was killed. And I haven't I should know more about this without talking about it, but I, I guess there was some sort of, well, I want to say insurrection. Anyways, there was some sort of armed protest. I think in Arizona, where people, I think a small number of, I mean, it must be old white men with guns, uh, went somewhere and stood and said that they will not uh, abide what's what's happening with Trump. I don't know about abide. Anyway, there's like, we don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. They did some sort of protest, an armed protest. That's basically all I know. NPR called it an armed protest. And I will say, NPR was was kind enough to say that no one was hurt at this armed protest. And so I'm talking about this because I thought of something that I want to say to my friends and family on Facebook. And so basically, I think, I think you know, every everything the president does, every piece of paper they have is top secret. Every document is top secret or, sorry, classified. Every document a president has is classified. And I think also for a secretary of state, everything they have is classified. They, they, they classify, you know... Like the, if the president has a thing that says uh, "Leave the president alone from 11:45 to noon because that's when they go take a shit." Well, then that's you know that is classified information. They classify everything because why not? When you have when you when you can do a little stamp that says "Stamp this thing is classified," then you just classify everything. And it's really a problem with the U.S. government where everything is classified. You can't find anything out. But. Um, in any case, so Hillary Clinton, she had her own private server or whatever Hillary Clinton did whatever the hell it was that she did. It didn't really amount to anything, probably just like this Trump thing, but she had classified information that wasn't supposed to be that she wasn't supposed to have, just like Trump had classified information that he wasn't supposed to have, and so the thing that I want to go on Facebook and say is that you know. Hillary and Trump both had classified information that they shouldn't have. And if you throw them both in jail, I'd sleep a lot better. And let's just throw in some other BS. So there's a YouTube channel called Police Activity. All one word, no space in between them. That I highly recommend. I mean, they got millions of subscribers. And it's basically videos of cops shooting criminals or getting shot by criminals. It's A lot of body cam and dash cam footage. But they had a funny one that they released, I think, yesterday or the day before. And so some, I would say about a 30-year-old black man with dreadlocks. I just I just say that to set, the, to set the, you know, so you can picture it in your mind. So this man dialed 911 because his french fries were cold at McDonald's. And I didn't watch the whole thing, but there was two stories, I guess. So, you know, he told the cops, these damn McDonald's people are you know, being, I don't know if he's saying them racist or what, anyways, they're they're being mean by giving them cold french fries, and then the cops talk to the manager, and the manager's like, ah, that's not what happened at all, this guy's crazy, and threatening us with violence or something, I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch this part, but was, there's, was, all the comments are talking about the two sides of the story, like, oh, the person who called, you're like, oh, he's in the right, and then you hear the other side, you're like, oh my god, he's totally in the wrong, and so to continue to set the stage. There ends up being about three cop cars there, and probably at least four cops. And almost all the all, but, all but, sorry, there's a bird. All but one of the cops was like a fifth in their 50s, white man with a completely bald head. So I don't, I don't know what city this is and what the cops are doing, but apparently they don't like hair. But long story short, they they got this uh, roughly 30 year old black man with dreadlocks. They got his name. They got his name while they're doing their investigation about the. Cold French fries, and it turned out he was wanted for murder. And so the cops are trying to entice him to like sign a piece of paperwork, like a complaint against McDonald's. And they're like, Come on over, just sign this piece of paperwork, your, your cold French fry complaint against McDonald's. And as soon as they start doing that, this the, the wanted for murder guy is like, he's backing away. He's like, Well, you know, I don't know if I want to sign that thing. And they're like, It's fine, just sign it, it'll be wonderful. And he backs up, I don't know, you can kind of tell by the tone of voice, like, just come and sign it. And as soon as they started talking in that kind of conciliatory tone of voice, that guy's backing up, backing up, and then eventually, they're like, you're under arrest. And the guy runs, and then they chase him, and they get in their car, you know, some of them get in cars, some of them do it on foot, they catch the guy. And I don't know why I think the guy is guilty of murder, I guess just because you got to be so stupid to do a 911 call for cold french fries, but... He hasn't been convicted. He may be completely innocent. And I want to talk about these kind of YouTube channels that show you crime stuff. You know, It's kind of like cops. Remember the old TV show Cops? I never watched that. I never watched Cops. I don't think I ever watched a single full episode. I mean, I've been in the room when an episode was on, but not watched it. But I'm subscribed to police activity. Like I said, all one word. And there's another one called um, Active Self-Protection. And that has spaces in between active self and protection. And I don't want to say that it's just—I mean, I like those channels. You should check them out, I guess. But I don't know if they're—they're they're not. I don't know if they're good for you. I don't know if they're good for me. They may not be good for me to watch a lot of those things. Like the channels are not racist. They're not like trying to make black people look bad. But it's just—you know—you get these dumbass criminals that do stuff like you know calling nine-one-one when they're wanting for murder. And it's just, it's a disproportionate amount of them are black. You know, black people are 13% of the population in America, but they're probably 85% of the perps on police activity, for instance. So maybe it just kind of gives you a skewed idea of how America is and how the criminals are. And like I say, you know, these, these channels, like, you know, if there's some naked white man driving a lawn tractor and then shooting at the cops and getting put down. Um, I mean, they'll show the hell out of that video too, but it just, that isn't the typical video. That's the rare video. And I think, you know, up until whatever, just a few years ago, I would have, I would have watched those videos. I never would have even put two and two together and be like, Oh, they're almost all black. But you know, ever since there's all these false accusations of racism, you know, George Floyd and Started a little bit before that, too. It's just, you know, now, now I, I can't unsee it. I can't not notice the race of the people involved. But in any case, so the Active Self-Protection Channel is interesting because they show stuff from around the world. And a lot of the stuff, it comes from Brazil. Like, you know, America is nothing. America <laughs> has no balls compared to the people in Brazil. Like, you know, people take the law into their own hands there, and and they apparently got a lot of... Security cameras and dash cams to catch it all on video, like the last video I watched i mean there's no context the guy there's a host of active self protection and he tells you about it, and you know basically he's just showing you crazy videos, but he pretends like it's teaching you how to protect yourself you know to make it you know it's a facade of um making it educational but the last video was like it's you know I think it's Brazil, and some guy gets off a motorcycle. He pulls out a gun, and he goes, and he puts the gun, like, to some guy's head, just was walking on the street, and then two other guys get off, or driving down the street, they get off their motorcycles, they pull out guns, and they start shooting the first guy, the first guy with a gun, and the commentary is like, we don't know, we don't know who is doing what, you know, was was it just a random robber trying to rob some guy, and then a couple of random passerbyers had guns, and they decided to get involved and shoot the robber, I mean, we don't know. Or it could be all gang-related. You know, Maybe everyone knows everyone. That was my thought. He's kind of making it sound like, oh, it's just a random robbery. Like, I don't know. Or maybe everyone knows everyone. But the educational lesson that was kind of put on top of what is just basically a crazy video was that, you know, if, someone, you know, if some robber is trying to kill someone, maybe you shouldn't, as a third party, jump in and try and intervene. It's not your problem. Maybe you should move on. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.